All right. <clears throat> Good morning. My name is Dwayne, and welcome to Directional Bible Ministries. This is a teaching ministry that rightly divides the Word of God for the people of God. So today we are going to finish our study uh, on the question of, is the church Israel? So let's go ahead and look at some notes here. I'm going to take these things out. <clears throat> what we've been dealing with, we've had three sessions, and we started out with the question, are, you know, is the church Israel? Many today teach that upon salvation, we, the body of Christ, become spiritual Israel. Is that really the case? Um, does the Bible teach that? Um, and what we've come up with is that there are three things that must be denied, rejected, or ignored in, uh, in order to teach this doctrine. Uh, number one, they must deny the precise fulfillment of prophecy uh, given specifically to Israel. Number two, they must reject the significance of God's separation of Israel from the Gentiles. And number three, they must ignore the teaching of Jesus Christ according to the mystery as revealed uh, to the Apostle Paul. And that's what we're going to take a look at today, that third one. They must ignore the teaching of Jesus Christ according to the mystery that was revealed to the Apostle Paul. So that brings us down to this one here. The Bible makes it abundantly clear that what was revealed to Paul was not made known to anyone else prior to Paul. Uh, in Galatians uh, chapter 1, verses 11 through 12, I just finished a study on the book of Galatians. I think there's 24, 25 sessions on that. Uh, you can find that on my website, and I've even, um, that's now on Kindle, uh, either an ebook or uh, paperback. But Galatians 1, 11, 11, 11 through 12 says, But I certify you, brethren, that the gospel which was preached of me is not after man. For I neither received it of man, neither was I taught it, but by the revelation of Jesus Christ. So Paul is making it abundantly clear there that the message that he preached, the gospel that he preached, he didn't receive it from anybody. He didn't get it from Peter. He didn't get it from the other 11. Um, and it wasn't taught to him. He received it by the revelation of Jesus Christ. Now, as mid-Acts dispensationalists, there are there's disagreement over when did Paul receive this revelation. Some will say that he received it on the Damascus Road in Acts chapter number 9, and he just didn't understand it completely uh, until he revealed it for the first time in chapter number 13 of the book of Acts. Others will say that he didn't receive it on the Damascus Road in Acts 9, but he received it later. Um, so, but, you know, there's disagreement there. But the bottom line is Paul did receive something that the, that the 12 had not received. 
Uh, it came to him as a revelation of Jesus Christ. In Ephesians chapter 3, verses uh, 2 through 4, If ye have heard of the dispensation of the grace of God which was given to me, to you word, how that by revelation he made known unto me the mystery, as I wrote afore in a few words, whereby when you read, you may understand my knowledge in the mystery of Christ. Paul is making it pretty clear that he had something that was very unique, something that the others, the other guys didn't know anything about. And they didn't know anything about it until he revealed it to them at the council um, in Jerusalem in Acts chapter number 15 was the first time that Paul went back and sat down and explained it to the Twelve. And, you know, the the end result of that meeting was, okay, great, Uh, you go, you continue to go uh, to the the uncircumcised and we'll continue to go to the circumcised. There was two Gospels that was being preached there. And it took me years to understand that. There were two Gospels being preached. There was the Gospel of the Kingdom that was being preached by the Twelve, as was taught to them by our Lord Jesus Christ in His earthly ministry. Repent and be baptized, for the Kingdom of Heaven is at hand. That Gospel required repentance and baptism. It required keeping of the law. And then there was this gospel of grace that was given to the Apostle Paul that did not require the keeping of the law, repentance, and baptism. It it required simple belief in the death, burial, and the resurrection of Jesus Christ. In Romans chapter 2, verse number 16, Paul says, In the day when God shall judge the secrets of men by Jesus Christ according to my gospel. Why does he keep saying my gospel? Why doesn't he say our gospel or the gospel? Because obviously there were two gospels. In Romans 16, 25, Now to him that is of power to establish you according to my gospel, and the preaching of Jesus Christ according to the revelation of the mystery, which was kept secret since the world began. So, Paul is is expressing to the Romans here that he wants them to be established in the gospel that he preached to them, which had been kept secret since the world began. I was talking about this the other day. You can be saved and not established. And there are a lot of people, I would say the vast majority of the body of Christ today is saved, but they're not established. They're not firm in what they believe. Um, In Galatians 1, uh, 15 through 17, But when it pleased God who separated me from my mother's womb and called me by his grace to reveal his son in me, that I might preach him among the heathen, I immediately, immediately I conferred not with flesh and blood. And he says, And neither did I go up to Jerusalem to them which were apostles before me, but I went into Arabia and returned again unto Damascus. So whatever was revealed to Paul 
uh, it didn't come from man. It came from God. And he says, and when it was revealed, I didn't go run and talking to the, to the guys in Jerusalem, the 12. Instead, I went out into Arabia <laughs> and returned again unto Damascus. In other words, everything that I received came by revelation from God, not by flesh. <clears throat> in Galatians 2.2, he says, And I went up by revelation and communicated unto them that gospel. So eventually he did go to Jerusalem, and he did <clears throat> communicate to them that gospel which I preached among the Gentiles but privately to them which were a reputation, lest by any means I should run or had run in vain. So eventually Paul did go to Jerusalem. And he, in that Jerusalem council in Acts number 15, revealed to them what had been revealed to him, which was the gospel of grace. And he just wanted to make sure that they were on the same page. Not that they were preaching the same thing. They were not. The twelve continued to preach the gospel of the kingdom throughout their earthly ministries. They continued to preach that if Israel would repent and be baptized, the kingdom would come. They preached that. Now, no doubt Peter mentions that Paul is teaching things that are hard to understand. Certainly Peter and the twelve knew what Paul was doing. But they continued to preach the same gospel that Jesus Christ had gave to them during his earthly ministry. So there was a period of overlap uh, during the early church when the twelve were preaching the gospel of the kingdom and Paul was preaching the gospel of grace. Now, again, there's disagreement. There's not disagreement over among mid-Acts people that the twelve always preached the kingdom message. They, they never preached the grace message. I think there's agreement there. But there's disagreement <clears throat> over, did Paul preach both? Did Paul preach both simultaneously? Did Paul <clears throat> preach the kingdom message to uh, the Jews and preach the gospel of grace to the Gentiles. Yeah, there's there's disagreement there. Some would say Paul never preached the kingdom message. And that would be those who say that at Paul's conversion in Acts chapter number 9, um, he received the revelation of the mystery of the gospel of grace. That would be those. Uh, but some will say, no, Paul was saved under the kingdom gospel in Acts 9, and he actually preached that kingdom gospel until he received the revelation of the mystery later. Around Acts 13, that's the first time he reveals that he knew it, um, and then went back and told the, the folks in Jerusalem in chapter 15. So there's disagreement there uh, as to when he heard it and how he preached it and who he preached it. Um but um, I don't. I don't think that's a reason for division. I'm certainly. I I have friends that lean pretty heavily that Paul only preached the gospel of grace that he received in Acts nine, and I have friends that lean pretty heavily that Paul did preach the gospel of the kingdom. He was 
he came to, he came to um, he was saved under the gospel of the kingdom in, in Acts 9, and that's what he preached and continued to preach that to the Jews. Um, but, but again, I'm still working through that, and I would encourage you to do the same. Um, so back to our point. The Bible makes it abundantly clear that what was revealed to Paul was not made known to the sons of men before him. And since it was only revealed to Paul, nothing in the scriptures before then could possibly have been referring to the body of Christ as we know it today. So what that means is you can't go into the Old Testament and find the church, the body of Christ, because it was a mystery. It was hid. It had not been revealed to the sons of men until Paul. So the Old Testament... Um, now, the Old Testament does talk about how the Gentiles will be saved. But understand, when the Old Testament is talking about the Gentiles being saved, it is under the kingdom gospel. It is that the nation of Israel would be baptized, would repent, would be a nation of kings and priests, and would be used after the establishment of the kingdom to reach the Gentiles. That is there. But the body of Christ, the mystery, the, 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 the organism that would be called the church, which would be made up of both Jew and Gentile, is not there. It was hidden. It was only to Paul that it was revealed that in this current dispensation of grace, salvation was to be offered to both Jew and Gentile on the merits of, of the death, the burial, and the resurrection of Christ apart from the law. And again, I am a dispensationalist, and I think you should be one too. God has never changes, but God has dealt with men differently throughout time. Under the dispensation of the law, man had to come to God on the basis of the law. But you and I live under the dispensation of grace. We don't live under the law. In, uh, in Galatians 3.28, there is neither Jew nor Greek, there is neither bond nor free, there is neither male nor female, for ye are all one in Christ Jesus. Today we are the body of Christ. The kingdom gospel is no longer being taught, or at least it shouldn't be. <laughs> Today, unfortunately, what we're seeing in the body of Christ is a confused mixture of the kingdom and grace gospels. So a preacher or a teacher will say, say out of one side of his mouth, you need to repent and be baptized. And now the other side of his mouth, he'll say, but you're saved by faith and faith alone. That's combining. That is creating what Paul called in Galatians a false gospel. It is no gospel at all. That is what, the, to me, that is the crux. That is exactly what Paul was dealing with throughout the book of Galatians. Therefore, since salvation is now offered freely apart from the law, there is no way for the law to bring about righteousness. Our righteousness today comes by faith in Jesus Christ and Jesus Christ alone, period. No law. No law. So you need to leave the word repent. You need to leave the word getting baptized out of the gospel message. All you have to do is believe. 
you and your house. <laughs> you remember Paul preached that message. All you got to do is believe. Period. In Romans chapter 3, verse 21, But now the righteousness of God without law is manifested, being witnessed by the law and the prophets. Even the righteousness of God, which is by faith in Jesus Christ upon all, unto all and upon all them that believe, for there is no difference now. We are all saved the same way, Jew and Gentile. We come to Christ by faith and faith alone. So instead of becoming a part of Israel, Paul says that we have become a new creature, the body of Christ, and he is our head. And I would submit to you, he is not our king. He is our head. He, we are the body and he is the head of that body. In Ephesians chapter 2.15, he says, Having abolished in his flesh the enmity, even the law of commandments contained in the ordinances, for to make in himself twain a new man, so making peace, and that he might reconcile both unto God in one body by the cross, having slain the enmity thereby. We are the body of Christ. And he is the head. We are a new creation now. Uh, out of two groups, Jew and Gentile, Christ has made a new man and the agency of salvation. Uh, Paul told the Corinthians in 2 Corinthians 5.17, Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. As a matter of fact, we do not know any man after the flesh today. And what that means is we don't know anybody that comes to faith through the flesh today, through the law today. Um, Paul said this in 2 Corinthians 5.16, Wherefore henceforth know we no man after the flesh. Yea, though we have known Christ after the flesh, yet now henceforth we know him no more. What's he saying there? He's saying the ministry of Christ while he was in the flesh and walking this earth had nothing to do with us, but everything to do with the nation of Israel. So henceforth know we no man after the flesh, yea, though we have known Christ after the flesh. I mean, we know his ministry, his earthly ministry to the nation of Israel, Yet now, henceforth, now we know him no more. No more. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. We only know the resurrected Christ as revealed through the Apostle Paul. Period. So the conclusion of this study is, the teaching of spiritual Israel is dangerous. It is not the result of a literal reading of the scriptures, and it hinders far too many from recognizing the important truths for this present dispensation in which we live. We are not the nation of Israel. We are not spiritual Israel. We are not the new 
Israel. We are not the lost tribes. <laughs> we are the body of Christ, and he is the head. We are a new creature, a new creature, new creation in Christ. The doctrine of the church being Israel is wrong. It is wrong, period. So the next time we get together, I am working my way through the book of Ephesians, and we'll start studying that together. God bless you guys. Hope you have a great day. Remember, God loves you, wants the best for you, and he's working all things out for our good.